Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris Naki, good enough to join us right now via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Of course, uh, part of the Maryland uh, Terps basketball network and sports network uh, with us right now, fresh off the tournament in a few days in Birmingham. How you doing, Naki? Hey, coach. <laughs> Nothing says uh, St. Patrick's Day like spending it in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> I <know>? bet. <laughs> I bet it is uh, quite a hidden gem when it comes to uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend celebrations. And I, I think, you know what, they, everybody had their mullets painted green down there. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so Let's start with the good. The first game against West Virginia, I mean, you know, it was pretty much everybody thought it would be. I mean, it was going to go down to the wire, except Maryland won it, which seemed like maybe like I think one person picked Maryland to win that game nationally or whatever the heck it was. Uh, that, that was quite a fight. And, you know, obviously Saturday was a tougher, tough, a tougher team, as we all figured it was going to be going into it. But what did you think overall of, of the – let's start with the first game. Well, I mean, like you said, it was exactly what you'd expect. Uh, you know, you know what you're going to get from West Virginia. You know, the players change. The coach does not. And, uh, you know, there's certain, certain I think, Division One basketball schools that have trademarks to them, and you know what you're going to get going into those games. And West Virginia is one of them. You know, just tough, hard-nosed, fights on every possession, you know, every screen, every dribble handoff uh, they're on top of. So you sort of know it's going to be a punch counterpunch kind of a game uh the idea is to put yourself in position the last four or five minutes to make some plays to win the game and that's pretty much how it went uh i thought it was a really good win i mean certainly beats the alternative going home early uh but it was just you know considering the team had had lost three or four or whatever it was four or six or something like that and uh it was nice to win with those kinds of stakes involved and uh and, and to move on you know, I always thought West Virginia was Maryland's natural rival. Mm-hmm. There was always, I know the football games that I was involved in, that it was a genuine disdain for <laughs> the, everything about the Mountaineers, and the ears felt the same way about the Terps. I like where I see this program's going. You've been on that bench. You've seen it. I mean, defensively, the approach, the way they switch, the matchups, I like this. And now they're going to get retooled with some more stars I just think it was a successful year that's going to be almost like a trampoline for these guys. Am I overly optimistic? No, I, I think you're right. Um, you know, and, and yet, you know, one of the things we know, Doc, with the portal and all the stuff that goes on with that is, you know, everybody hopes to, to be different next year. Everybody hopes to be better. And and I think the, and the, I think the, the, the college basketball world sees that there are – 
you know, you can have much quicker fixes than you ever had before. You go out and find the right guys in the portal, and uh, you know, however you get them, you're able to, to 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 make a serious jump from from one year to the to the next. And back to your point about West Virginia, man, I totally agree with you. I, I wish we played them more often. Last time we played them was in the tournament in 2015. Uh, really. Have not seen a much. I mean, this is my twenty fourth year, I think, or something like that. And I, we've only seen them a couple of times in that period, and it's just such a natural. Um, you know, it would be like playing UVA every year. Yeah. I, think, I think those would be fantastic games to play. Uh, but you know, everybody's in a different conference. Those conferences are changing day by day, and uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know where all that is headed. So scheduling becomes a little problematic. All right, uh, you guys in the obviously the Saturday game, you know, it was a tail two half, second half. Obviously, uh, the Crimson Tide hit another gear. Maryland was not able to keep up. I know there was a lot of frustration early in that game, and, and certainly the way it was officiated, the Reese foul situation did not help Maryland at all. Uh, what were your thoughts? I know you're not. I know you usually don't like to criticize officials, Chris, but I'm going to put you in an awkward <laughs> position doing that here. <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, Scott, I I, I appreciate the sarcasm there. No I problem. really do. But but honestly, uh, I, I think that that's what you get. You know, I mean, the, the really the problem isn't this that second foul, which was kind of a BS call. And yeah, it was. You know, as as, as, as he likes to say, you know, the ticky tack or the nickel and dime or you know that kind of a right. thing. But the problem is the giveaway foul on the first foul. You know, and the so so you know the, you're going to get because he gets involved in scrums and he's never one to back down or back away. You're going to get some calls like that. And uh, what surprised me is they went to replay and still held up the call because I right. thought once they went to replay, he'd be in good shape. But but really, it's the ticky tack ones beyond that. The first one was just a, it, it was absolutely foul, but it was one that. You know, he's contesting or, you know, sort of mildly contesting a 15-foot jump shot. You know, hand reaches in, it's the, it's the elbow or something, if I recall correctly. Those are ones you can't give away. Those are, you know, as it is your, because of the nature of how aggressive the game, the game is, uh, you know, you're going to get whistled for a foul. The other thing is you have to know your worth. He is absolutely the most valuable guy on the floor for Maryland. He cannot be dressed like an assistant coach over there. He can't find himself on the bench. You know, instead of playing, tw- I think he ended up playing 21 minutes. In a game like that, he needs to play 35. And if he doesn't play 35, you're not going to win. You're probably not going to win. And it was a tall task as it was, uh, literally and figuratively. It does not help when your best big is, is basically sideline. Coach, based on how the game has evolved since you were on the bench, the three, the three ball uh, amazing, but also with the COVID and that little gap, I see a lot of older players on the mm-hmm. floor. Now, am I making this up, or do I sense that highly competitive? But also, you're playing a lot, a lot of older guys now in college basketball, and I think you see the difference in that. Where I don't care if you be brand name or not, if you can hoop and you're 22 playing against. 17 year old you should have an advantage yeah and i think i think that's been good for the game i think that that you know i mean talk about this till the till the cows come home and i recognize that one man's you know parody is another guy's mediocrity i Mm -hmm. I get that but the parody has been really good for the game the fact that there's so many teams that are uh you know that are good enough i would i wouldn't have bet for instance on 
um, you know, Miami to beat Indiana last night. But you know what? They've got senior guards uh, who have accomplished a lot, who had great years in the ACC, and they're playing against a freshman guard from uh, who's phenomenal, by mm-hmm. the way. You know, from Indiana, it's just not. You know, he's not. They're not good enough, with, and they don't have a continuity, enough continuity. Uh, so, so I think it's been good for the game. Um, obviously. The COVID year will go away here a little bit because eventually we'll get to a point where nobody was in school that year. But, you know, for the most part, it's made everybody viable. And you see a lot of teams you wouldn't ordinarily see, you know, who have capitalized on having, you know, the older guys in their program. All right, as we, uh, we're here with Chris Naki, Maryland uh, Hoops Analyst, uh, via the BetQL Guest Hotline, Bet Smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today. Before we turn it over to the rest of the tournament, I want to get your thoughts on just Maryland leaving the season after the, the loss to, you know, again, top-seeded Alabama out on that side in the south, uh, who looked the part there in that second half. Uh, how do you look at this year? I, I think I was said to Doc earlier, I don't remember many season expectations, preseason expectations for this team uh, to be in the tournament, you know, let alone you know stick it around to game away from the 16. So I think from that standpoint, you got to feel good. But as you look big picture at these guys, what they have coming back and what could be coming in, how do you feel about where they're going? Yeah, I mean, you know, considering the expectations, I think you got to say it was a, a successful year, particularly for a first year uh, under a, a new head coach. I think there were some object lessons too uh, in, in terms of the way the season ended, and I. Uh, you know, I just think that as currently constituted, you know, the Terps, and I'm, I'm not telling you guys anything you didn't recognize, they need to get better. They need to get more athletic. They need to get bigger. Um, and they also need to find some sharpshooters, you know, some guys yeah. who can make shots. And uh, so I think that, that there was a lot to be gleaned from that last game. And, you know, what's the expression? You know, I mean, the, the failure is fertilizer. You you really need to sometimes get your ass kicked a little bit to, to really realize what you need to do to take the next step. So that's a good thing, uh, and I'm sure they'll do it. And and all in all, I think you you know uh, I think you give the season high grades. There were some peaks and valleys, but there are in everybody's seasons, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the tournament overall, I don't know how much you've been able to enjoy it since uh, your your work part of it's done, but. I mean, it's been bonkers. <laughs> it's crazy, hasn't it? I mean, it, it, but it has been enjoyable. I mean, it's been a lot of good basketball. I'll say to Doc, I think the FDU FAU game was one of the best games I've watched this year. Last night, I mean, everyone has been just nuts. You know, uh, the Gonzaga TCU game late night last night was fantastic as well. It was so late though. It was, uh, yeah. You know, I think most of America was bleary eyed when that was going on. If, if in fact you even had it on, so. Uh, there have been every time I think I saw, you know, the best performance of the tournament, like what Tennessee did to Duke, for instance, every time I see that, you know, it's, it's trumped by what happens in the next game, you know, yeah. and, uh, by the, by the dynamics and by the performances and stuff, but that's why it's March, man. It's, it's, it's musty TV. It's unscripted and it's raw and it's a blast. I, I mean, I love it. I, I love the fact that it never disappoints. And, uh, and you know what, it's, I think that you're going to see some, well, I mean, you, you have to see some things, unexpected uh, things this weekend, simply because there are teams involved nobody expected would still be around, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, and I don't know who you guys had getting the final four. Uh, I know there are a lot of brackets that have been exploded. I, I had Texas winning it all in most of the pools that I have. And, uh, but I don't really believe in them. After seeing Alabama and, and Houston up close and personal, it's going to take a it's going to take quite a performance to beat those guys. Yeah, I'm just following Jackson's um, 
his pool, his Final Four deal, it usually cashes in big. He's an <laughs> expert. So, not uh, this year, it does not. Yeah, yeah, no. The Arizona thing kind of caught me, and I, I didn't think mm-hmm. the Bruins – I mean, I like UCLA a lot, obviously, but I didn't think they could overcome the injuries, and now they got another one added to it, but they just keep being able to get it done. Let me ask you about um, Cooley. You, you're hearing the words and rumors about the, new, the Georgetown Post – being taken over as a former guy on that bench. Your opinion about the move, if so, if it's true, and how high is the ceiling and the expectations? If it's true, it's a home run. I mean, he's a certified, very fine coach, and he's a great guy. I mean, it's a it's a it's a phenomenal match. Um, I, I I've heard for weeks that it was going to happen, and. Um, so, you know, I think what they need to do, Doc, is they, they need to iron out the whole home court thing. Uh, that, to me, is sort of an albatross. I, I wish they were able to play, you know, uh, more games at McDonough, for mm-hmm. instance. And I, I know that the league won't, want, won't allow them to play conference games there. But if you could put more of your non-conference schedule down there just to, you know, pack the place, get the students more involved, the students would be more inclined to travel a cap one for – home conference games, if that's the case, you know, uh, if they're able to get to see games at McDonough. I just think there are a lot of wins there. Uh, but And I know I recognize that you, your campus is in the most powerful neighborhood in D.C. I get that, but it seems to, to me some compromises can be drawn there. I, I mean, it's a great basketball league. It's a great it's a great setup. Um, obviously, the tradition and the legacy of Big John are are there, and uh, you know he'll embrace that. Cooley and John were tight, and uh, and I think that's a win as well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it uh, happen, and uh, you know there's also that little side story that you know he is also. Um, got a good relationship with the coach in Maryland and uh, coach, you know, Willard, which, you know, a lot of us would like to see those two schools play each other on a regular basis. Yeah. And and I I think that'll happen. I I think ultimately the further you get away from the old lions, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, whether it's big John or, or, or lefty and Gary or whatever, I think that, it's an absolute natural, and it's one of those great non-conference games. I, I love the fact that the Terps played Tennessee at Barkley Center, and you know, and UCLA here. But it just makes too much sense to to uh, you know have a game at Cap One or where, wherever you play that game. Xfinity one year, Cap One the next. You know, you figure it out. Uh, it's just an absolute natural and a home run. Yeah, no doubt, should be fun. Uh, Chris Naki. Uh, appreciate the time. Um, you know, try to uh, try to get some rest. I'm sure Birmingham took it out of you. Yeah, coach. And uh, <laughs> gear up for a Thursday and Friday of the tournament. All right, excellent. Thanks, Ellis. Appreciate right, it. Thank you, Chris Naki. Good enough to get some time here on Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. So there you go, Hoyas fans. You think we'll ever Even the Terp thinks it's a great hire. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.